Hey there! Christ for Youth International exists to grow youth in fellowship and in honor of our Lord, to be like well-nurtured plants and pillars to adorn, so we can reach out to our generation with the principles of Christ's leadership. Welcome to the Ahava Dantuman Podcast. We hope you are blessed as you listen to this message. And today happens to be Valentine's Day. Right. And then um, people have celebrated love. I mean, there have been different kinds of packages. Hey, is that Dennis at the top there? <laughs> right. So when we talk about vows, they put different packages ish, from chocolate to um, flowers to teddy bear and to even hotel packages. Right. Today I heard um, I hear Nishara talking about a pack. It was a thousand roses for how much? For thirty-five thousand. Yeah, that's a package. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thousand one 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 thousand and for thirty-five thousand. I mean, I even saw one where you you go for a, like a movie time and there are tents. Like I mean, just for you and your loved one. So I mean, this is a day where people talk about love. People feel simple make it look as though they'll be so satisfied on that day that whatever will happen on the 14th is enough yeah and some of you have never how would not receive anything today a part of you feels like oh you've missed something you see but the only love that can truly satisfy any man is god's love you know when we are talking about god's love it's not just what we receive as redemption it's not what we receive when we become born again, but God wants us to continually receive his love in our work with him. Are you, are you in the house? Yeah, God's love is not something that you... The more you know God, the more you know his love. And you truly be fulfilled in God's love. That's how God has created you. That the only form of satisfaction will be his love. Not even any other man, not even any other woman, but only God's love. Amen. So as you are still waiting, hoping that somebody will call you, your ex will surprise you or something. Look, it's it's fine. How you've been today has been good for you already. Amen. So back to relationships. As I said, I'm going to share a few things about relationships. Then um, we will take some questions. So we have some. We usually want to take more questions. We don't want to do another preaching uh, on such a day. So we'll take. Um, questions. I realized that some of the branches actually had two days. One day where we, they spoke about relationships. And another day where they had a couple coming in. Um, but we are going to try to combine the two. If you are not able to finish, we continue next week. Amen. So when it comes to relationships and love, people have tried to address this in various ways. And we are going to talk or I'm going to share from the Bible because there are actually two kinds of wisdom, as James says. Let's look at James 3. You can project today. I'm sure people did not bring their Bibles. They were holding teddy bear and all that. So. James 3:13. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. Hmm. 
So there's a wisdom which does not come from above. And this wisdom is earthly, sensual, and is demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. Amen. Then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. So, Bible contrasts two kinds of wisdom. One is from above, one is from beneath. So, no matter who the wisdom is coming from, you must check and see which category it falls in. Don't be moved by the giver of the wisdom. Be moved by the category it falls in. So, the person can be a celebrity. If it's sensual, it means you shouldn't go for it. If it's demonic, you shouldn't go for it. Hallelujah. And I realize that when it comes to relationships, there are many, many earthly counsels. Yeah. They'll give you wisdom from this world. Sometimes when you hear it, it looks appealing to the natural mind. But it's far away from the wisdom which is full of purity and peaceable and which is not self-seeking. Are you in the house? So you must always strive to have godly... One of the, one of the things I really pray for for my life is for... God's kind of wisdom. Yeah, because when you operate by God's kind of wisdom, you stay, one of the ways of living a victorious life is to operate by God's kind of wisdom. Amen. And God's kind of wisdom will make you succeed in everything, including relationships. So when you're entering a relationship or you're in a relationship, the success of that relationship is going to be dependent on which kind of wisdom you're operating by. Yeah, and it's amazing there are many people in church, even tongue-talking believers who operate by the world's kind of wisdom when it comes to relationship. So every other thing, they want God's kind of wisdom or heavenly wisdom. But when it comes to relationship, let's be real. Yeah. Are, you, are you with me? Let's be real. And but then when they, sometimes when they, when they say that their realness, then they just shift towards earthly wisdom. <laughs> are you in the house? Yeah, so... I know I'm saying different things. But what I really want to share with you, <laughs> hallelujah, is that there are four, you, there are four kinds of relationships or when, from where you are to when you get married. They are going to you fall in one of these four categories. One of them is that you might be in a category where you are making friends, where you are single. Singleness is not a disease. Singleness is not, um, it's not, you are not missing out on much. You are not living it. You are not living a life of um, of <laughs> sorrow. Some of you, when you talk about how you are single, you make it look like the devil just stays with you. But when you are single, it doesn't mean it does not mean that there's something wrong with you. In fact, singleness is a blessing. To be married is a blessing. To be single is a blessing. One is not better than the other. <laughs> are you in the house? One is never better than the other. In fact, what is important is that you fulfill purpose. And you can actually fulfill purpose while you are single. It is possible you may never get married, but you can still fulfill God's purpose for your life. Yeah. Are you in the house? Yeah. So you, you never have to weigh one is not higher than the other. When you see people who are dating and people are married, don't think they are better than you. You have to understand that being single is a blessing that comes from God. 
Amen. So there are times where you build friendships. So learn, look, if you are single, learn to build friendships, different people, learn to talk to people, be in a com- be the community of believers. Where, you see, there's a certain satisfaction that will come to you when you are with a group of people. God has designed you that way, that it's not good for you to be alone. The very first thing God ever said wasn't good was for man to be alone. He wasn't just talking about uh, marriage. He was also talking about the fact that man has to be in community. So be with people. Some of you don't like community. You don't like other believers. You don't like other Christians. A certain satisfaction will come to you only in community. Then you move to a place or you can be in a season where you are dating. Now, I hear the word dating many times, but... I think it's a term we wrongly use, especially in this part of the world. Dating, when you are dating people or you are dating someone, it doesn't mean um, you are courting. There's a difference between dating and courting. When you are dating, you are getting to know different kinds of people. When you are dating, you are, you are, so you are talking to somebody, you are being close to somebody, you want to know somebody more. That's learning how to date. And this actually can be with different people. Without any sort of attachment or any form of demand. Yeah. You see, you see, I know some people will move from here and go and misinterpret the message. So I'll, I'll, don't worry, I'll, I'll solve that problem. I'll deal with that group of people. <laughs> so listen, you, you are getting to know people. You are getting to know this one. And there's no, there's nothing like, why didn't you call me? Because you are not in a relationship with the person, the person is just your friend. Are you with me? The person, you are just getting to know people. This person is somebody you know. You, this person, that's all. So I'm just getting to know you. That is all. We go and eat out. It's, it's just, when we go and eat out, you can pay, I can also pay. Or we can bring our money together. Are you with me? Sisters, sisters. I said today, I'm not preaching on relationships. I'm just saying one or two things. <laughs> sisters, when you go out with a guy and you want him to pay always, when he's also proposing to you, then you're also you also have an issue. Because you are, telling, you are telling him to take the role of a man in your going out. So now he's also proposing that you want to cry. You are saying that, oh, it's too early. But you are, it, it's also too early for him to pay. Are you with me? Yeah, so once in a while. And this, this has nothing. This is a group. Maybe you, you want to get to know somebody. Call some other friends. It's not something like you go some late night something. Let's meet at the beach in the evening. No, 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 no. So you have a group of friends. Your old schoolmates that you are great friends that you are, you are still in a relationship with. You tell them, look, I've met somebody that I'm talking to. I have a new friend. The person is a new. No, don't add anything. And so we are going here. We are having this kind of meeting, this fellowship meeting. Can you come along with me? So that it's not anything which is done with you alone. So you are getting to know in the community. You are getting to know. That's it. That's what dating is about. Then when you want to take this to the next level, that is what we call courtship. Are you in the house? So when you are courting somebody, it's when you want to be a responsible person or you want to take the relationship to the next level. So at this stage, what do you do? Personally, if you ask me, after being a pastor for a while, what would I tell you to do? Or if somebody says that the person is like a son or a daughter, what do I ask the person to do? Well, you need to pray about it. Because when you start courting, what you are doing is that you are trying to define the role of the relationship now. So you are saying that, look, I am interested in you. I want to take this relationship to the next level. And don't court anybody without a goal. Don't be in a relationship. So courting is a, is a serious relationship. And don't be in such a thing without a goal. 
So when people come to me and they ask me, oh, this is my boyfriend, one of the very first questions I ask them, and they always laugh, is I ask them that, when are you getting married? Then they start laughing. I said, you are not serious. Because if you don't have a goal, then you are joking. Then you are supposed to be dating, not in a, in, not courting. Are you with me? So a relationship, when you are courting somebody, there must always be a goal. Are you with me? And what do you do? I said you pray about it, one. Seek the peace of God. And because sometimes you cannot trust your feelings, you need a prophetic voice when you are going to make this decision. So before you go and even propose and say, look, I want to take this relationship, before you even bring that statement in, you need to talk to your shepherd. And in see why we always say that. You see, this is wisdom from God. You might think it about it in any way, but I'm telling you God's wisdom for you. You talk to your shepherd that there's somebody that I talk to often. There's somebody that I'm getting to know, and I think that I want to take this relationship. I've prayed about it. I need you to also pray with me about it. Before you go and ask the person, propose to the person. We live in a generation where the people go and propose. The proposal is accepted and they go and see their shepherd. That, oh, I've met somebody. So as they are coming, they're actually coming to pass information to you. They are not coming to seek your opinion. There are many people who come to me and what they are doing is actually they're coming to tell me the decision they've taken already. Amen. And at that point, we have nothing to say but to also allow you to be. So you can go because we, if we, if, so one day a sister came to tell me that, <laughs> look, I this I've, in my heart after praying about it, I feel like I am going to say yes to this guy. What do you think? And she added, she said that if you say no, I'll not enter the relationship. And I felt this sister was a wise sister. But many people, when they come, if I dare say no, I'll be in trouble. It would be like I'm against the relationship. Yeah, one day somebody told told me that, me and Pastor, the reason why people don't tell us when they are entering relationships is because we'll stop, we'll spoil the relationship. We'll, we'll like, and we'll give an advice against. Then I said, <laughs> so that's why people are also hiding. I said, okay, you can go ahead and hide. <laughs> are you with me? So, you need to talk to somebody. It requires a lot of accountability. Um, and when you're courting somebody, we say that don't, I said you should, you should get a prophetic voice, right? Another thing is that you also don't court somebody for too long. It's not wisdom to be in a relationship with somebody for five years, six years. I always tell people that in CY, we believe that in two years, two and a half years, when you start, you get married. This is in two years of court. Some of you, what you are, you are courting already, you've just not put a tag on it. So by the time you calculate your year, you've done about 10 years. Are you with me? Yeah. <laughs> and when you are courting, I also realize that some people, when they are courting, they never build relationships with any other person. So it's just this person, morning, this person, afternoon, this person, evening, this person. Are you with me? Because they, they, there's a boyfriend. That's it. The focus is just this guy. Listen, it never works that way. Even when you get married, your husband is not designed. He doesn't have the capacity to supply all your emotional needs. Yeah, I said when you get married and this goes to the sisters especially your husband has not been designed to supply all, so you have you need friends, you need sisters in your life who are also praying with you about various issues 
You need sisters in your life who you are sharing life with, talking about your vision, talking about purpose with. Not people you go and gossip with for your information. People you talk to, people who encourage you aside your husband. But this is what I see. I see people when you enter a relation, that is so, they, they just build a wall around them and they think, you see, sisters, what you do is that you become frustrated later when you get married because you, 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 you haven't built any meaningful relationship. <laughs> I ain't the house. My wife is here. She has different friends, female friends. They talk, 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 talk. She has friends. She can be on the phone one night. A lady, a sister, talking. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Courtship must be pure. Sex should be avoided in courtship. Yeah. Are you in the house? Yeah. When you have sex, what happens is that you break the trust between the two of you. You Now you think you love the person and sex is going on. But when you get married, you realize that if his phone rings, you want to be sure who is calling. Yeah. I need your help. So courtship must be what? Pure. What do you do when you've started having sex and you're listening to me? What do you do? We are, agree that... <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Is he Ellis? <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? We think that you should you should take a break. You, you guys should break up for about a year and see if you guys will be fine without sex for about a year before you think about entering a relationship. You see, from where you are sitting, you might think it's far-fetched. You might think that, oh, you will be able to do it. You'll be fine. But I realize that this is wisdom which should have helped you. While you are cutting, you should look out for red flags. Amen. Check the character of the person. Are you with me? <laughs> you meet a sister who has a bad character towards everybody but is sweet towards you. Yeah. Run away, brother. Flee for your life. Yeah. You'll you be there, so she loves, she, she, she loves me so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a matter of time. You realize that the character you've, and you see, you should, you should really check this character, the person's character towards the family. Because this is people who are close to the person. This brother insults everybody. This brother beats the younger sister. This brother pushes the mother at home. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Everything you see him do to the siblings and to the mother, it is a prophecy of what he's going to do to you. Yeah. So you'll be saying that, oh, she's fine. She, media, she won't do that. The love we have, she, hey. It's just a matter of time. Watch how he talks to his mother. Listen, his mother, listen, listen, guys, listen. I know you're excited, but listen. His mother that gave birth to him, carried him for nine months, fed this boy, midnight, staying away with this boy, send this boy to school. Sometimes the sacrifices that mothers make. Raise this boy up and this boy has the guts to insult the mother now. Yeah. And you think you, you, you've not done anything. Just say you've arrived, they'll love you forever and ever. Together forever. Ah, you are joking. You are joking. You are joking. <laughs> You are joking. Are you with me? Yeah. So that's a red flag. Always look out for such things. The person's character, the person's attitude towards money. Yeah. The person's attitude. The, aside character, the person's, the person's um, 
convictions or the person's views about things. You ask the person about same-sex attraction, he says, oh, I mean, if, if they feel like that's how they've been created, look, run away. It's a red flag. Eh? Sisters, maybe this brother has a boyfriend somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you'll be there and say, yeah, his view about alcohol. What does it say when, when, think when it comes out? Is somebody who drinks once in a while? No drunkard was made in a day. No drunkard graduated from one place. No, it is gradual. Small, small, small. And so I just drink when I go for parties, but I don't, I'm not a drunkard. Really? Really? Okay, just give us some time. Amen. <laughs> Be careful of somebody who avoids you, sisters. Somebody who does you know, you don't really know his mind towards you. Sometimes he avoids you, sometimes he loves you, he doesn't love you, sometimes, sisters, run away. It's a red flag. Some of you, when you see the red flags, you, they'll just do, like some of you, this whole year, they've avoided you. Vows did, they texted you, bought one teddy bear. You say, oh, Bible says you should forgive. By love, yes, like that. So, you see, then you just go embrace this guy again. The guy has avoided you. He doesn't call you. He's not interested in your vision and what is happening with you. He really just doesn't care. You, you are just in a love is patient. Okay. Madam Jesus, we hear you. <laughs> Amen. Check and see if the guy loves the Lord. The lady loves the Lord. If the person doesn't love the Lord, the person cannot love you. Amen. The Lord who died for her, eh? she doesn't love the Lord. You. Okay. <laughs> Amen. So, I want to encourage you to learn all the, No matter the season you are in, you should be preparing for marriage. If you are in your single stage, you should still be working on yourself. Learn to love. Are you in the house? Learn to love. When you say you love somebody, you should be interested in the well-being of the person. When you meet a sister and say you love her and they ask you, why do you love her? Don't just start describing external features. Don't just start talking about how you, it is the this for me, it is the this for me, it is the, look, you are, you are, you, <laughs> yeah, so when I, when I look at his color and I look at my color, our kids, the blend will be fine. <laughs> uh, hey, is that the time? Okay, I have to be closing. Listen, <laughs> yeah. I love you, I just, I just want to marry a white man because I want to have half cast. You, look, what is white man? What is color? Haven't you seen a, 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 <laughs> Are you in the house? Yeah. So be careful. Learn. Learn how to walk in love. Learn how to love other people. Develop love. Are you in the house? Yeah. Because love, you see, you need to be a matured person. Learn maturity. Some of you, 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 you fall in love, but you're not a matured person. You're not matured in any way. You can't even take care of your clothes. You want to go and bring a woman. You can't even wash your items. You can't even, you, can't, you don't know where your socks are. You don't, you, don't, you don't bath well. Okay, I said I'm not preaching. I'm supposed to be. <laughs> so love goes beyond an emotion. Tell anybody love goes beyond an emotion. You know, I was sharing with you guys that love is believed that the love feeling is a chemical. And chemicals in the body change after every five minutes. Yeah, so as, as you think that now you so love this person, look, 
it, it, it will change. Yeah. Ish. Are you in the house at all? Yeah. So, guys, I want to encourage you. Mature. Become a responsible person. Yeah. Some of you join CY, I'll give you joint setup team. You can't be there for five months. You think you can marry a woman for 20 years? You can't be committed. You can't be committed to lifting pallets. You think you can be committed to paying school fees? <laughs> it is wonderful. Okay, I'm not supposed to be preaching. I think I've, I've talked too much. We hope you've been blessed by this message. You know, listening to a message once is never enough. Stay connected for more and follow us on Instagram at ahava underscore to get in touch. Remember, you are loved. Stay blessed.